everybody, and Hello. welcome to the Nerd Variety Podcast. What? Uh, today is, well, actually, it's not necessarily the day you're going to be watching it, or the day it's going to be coming out, but today is May the 4th be with you. Yay! Star Wars <laughs> It is fantastic right now. Uh, lots of interesting news and some shows and stuff. Clone Wars wrapped up. It's great things. Uh, but... That is not what we're talking about today. We already did our Star Wars episode, so go watch it. Go listen to it. It's good. Yeah, check it out. Uh, awesome. Although I think that's actually our most listened to episode mm-hmm. so far uh, because well, we had Matthew. We need more guests on here. Uh, or just anyway. people who know what they're talking about, honestly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but today we are talking about fan theories. Some of our favorites, some of... Our favorites, yeah, we, we got nothing else. Um, just some that we uh, are interested in, but uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. And so I, don't know. I am your uh, your uh, main host for the day. I was trying to find a, a better word. I came up with the topic for today, uh, and I am Hunter, and I am joined by Hogan, Hannah, hungry hungry Hogan, Hulk Hogan, Hulk. Hannah Hogan. Hungry, hungry Hogan. Yes, that's me. Yes, yeah. and, yeah, uh, and she calls she calls us brother all the time. Brother. Yeah, and uh, Davis, <laughs> Josh, Davis, Josh. Do not call me. It's not Davis. Davis. No, it's it's da- Davis. There's an E in there. Yeah, but okay. People. Davis. Davis. Josh. Device. Josh. Device. Josh. He's the technical expert on here. Um. I, oh, I am cool. And, yeah. And uh, yeah, I have no funny nickname because my name is already Hunter, and uh, I get jokes about that all the time. Yeah, so we call you Gatherer. Yeah. yeah, see, I get that. But I feel you like you've on. only said that before. I don't know. Or you can also listen to the two other episodes yeah. where I've you know given given him plenty of other yeah. Nicknames. So, well, I don't know why you keep trying to do nicknames. It's clearly Josh's job. Yeah, it is. It is. Anyways, so I actually have a question about fan theories. If we can fan move theories. on to our topic. What we don't we want to chat for like thirty minutes first. But I have a question. And then save the last ten minutes for no. intense chatting no. on our topic. My question is: Are these fan theories? I don't because I know about me, but are these fan theories that you guys actually believe, or just that you'd be like, that'd be cool? Some of them I want to believe. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and uh, there's some evidence. Uh, some of mine, uh, which I may or may not talk about, are. Uh, very loosely supported, but supported mm. nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one, uh, at least one of mine may have been straight up confirmed, uh, but I don't know that I'm going to talk about that one. So it started out I as a fan theory. About it. Okay, fine. <laughs> so I believe some of mine. Yeah. I believe some. I have a good, there's some, some that have, yeah. Yes, yeah, some of mine have a good bit of support or maybe are just kind of you know, not like the the creators are having put their foot down and said yes, that's correct. But they like say, oh yeah, well that's that's a that's a good point. You make a good point. That, that, that could be. You know, there's a little and there's a little. You know, something that there's some evidence to say. Oh yeah, there what this this actually did happen. But mm-hmm. you know, maybe you're you're kind of overthinking it. Um, yeah. And then there's some that I like. Huh? Putting the rings together. Oh okay. Ooh, I see it. Yeah. I know you guys don't see it, but I see it. It's it's there. It's right there. No, it's there. I get it. I'm yeah, imagining. Uh, I'm imagining Charlie Day in my head with the with the board behind me and the cigarettes. 
I was going to say we're all mad today. Should be, should, you should be imagining. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, you guys, you guys just want to get in it? Let's do it. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, I'll I'll lead us off uh, with uh, a, a theory that I've. I, I don't now. Okay. So this one, I will say, my personal take on it has not necessarily been that it has to be a theory necessarily like in game but i think it's something that at least feels likely to have uh inspired the uh the structure of the game and that is uh the fan theory for uh legend of zelda majora's mask that uh during throughout the game it's about uh link going through the five stages of grief after, I've heard that one. After the end, uh, mm. supposedly after the end of Ocarina of Time, where uh, it looks like Navi kind of leaves, uh, but there's also a fan theory that she actually died, you know, because like her uh, her mission was accomplished or whatever, and then she just went away, and then of course Link was left to mourn, and then went to look for her and everything. That's why you know that's why everything gets so weird after the the intro to Majora's Mask and things are in a very different state from even say Ocarina of Time. Now things are weird in all the Major or Legend of Zelda games, but this one a little more so probably. Uh, and so that you get the uh, whole five stages of grief in that the first one, uh, let me think, the Oh yeah, the first one starts with uh, denial, as in the, with the village people. The river in Egypt. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. the people of the, the village, uh, Clocktown, I think it is, and uh, like they, pretty much everybody in the town is in denial that anything bad is going to happen. They don't think the moon is actually going to crash and destroy their world and everything, even though it's yeah. clearly there. And it's clearly, that's like the whole point of the game, basically, to stop the moon from crashing. Uh, then you move on and you get to the uh, the Deku scrubs. I have to remember the names for all these things. Uh, scrubs. Yeah, and the like the king, he's missing his daughter. Uh, or his daughter was like taken into the, the temple there. But, you know, and he's supposed to represent, uh, I think, anger because mm -hmm. he's like angry at the monkey and everything because he thinks that he took her daughter. So he's trying to kill him. And so again, very angry, and that's what he his representation of is. Then uh, you move on to the what are those rock like people? It starts with a G. Uh, I'm totally blanking. I think it starts Geo with a G. A G. No. no. Um. Anyways, you know the uh, stone kind of cave people. Basically, uh, they're supposed to represent a uh, bargaining because you interact with the ghost there who like begs and pleads with you to uh like bring him back to life or something and can't do that uh, instead he finally just I'm gets sorry, I can't. he gives up what i'm sorry yeah <laughs> it just it yeah. would just be really awkward i'm sorry yeah. I, I can't he he comes to accept it though he comes to terms he kind of goes through the uh five stages himself probably though i can't remember mm -hmm. if that's actually true uh then after bargaining, you end up with the Zora, which I think that's depression. 
because uh, it's the, I guess the mother, Zora, has a bunch of babies and they're stolen, her eggs are stolen, and uh, she's just really sad the whole time. She's uh, silent. She just doesn't do anything except like, I don't know what you call it. She has like a vigil or something where she's basically mourning uh, the loss of her yeah. children or something. Uh, but eventually, of course, you go get them and everything, but yeah. And then I think the last one, I I didn't remember uh, originally when I heard this theory what the last stage was and how that was represented, but I just read this time when I looked it up for this, uh, it was like when you're playing as Link and you climb the the tower, the stone tower, it's it's supposed to be like him reaching like the highest peak and being enlightened and coming to accept it all. So that's that's the acceptance, and that's supposedly the the whole five stages of grief. And uh, the reason I started this off by saying I don't know necessarily if it's like a theory or if it has to be a theory is uh, because whether it's whether it was done purposefully or not, it's definitely there. Um, and there's no way to I don't think you can really deny that it's not there and it doesn't progress like that. So. Again, that, that could be a very strong influence in uh, terms of the game designers with how they design, decide to progress it all. Yeah, it's kind of a theory just in terms of, like, the theory is that it was intentional, not yeah. that it's there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but no, 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 no sign-off from the creators? Um, or how, how old is this theory? I don't think so. Um, I don't know. I want to just say as old as the game. It's pretty old. It is. It is pretty old. Um, there were some other things, uh, some other Majora's Mask <laughs> ones, especially because that game, that game's so crazy. There's a lot of room for theories, but uh, yeah, again, I like uh, I like that one. I get, there's also one that's I always, it's kind of uh, I guess parallel or adjacent to it, whatever. Uh, it's the theory that well instead of Navi having died and uh, Link going through the five stages of grief, it's that he dies at the beginning when he falls through that hole or something that, uh, like, Skull Kid kills him. And then he's, like, in purgatory the rest of the time, which is why you're interacting with all these all these dead people and mm. taking their place and all that. Um, it looks like the theory is... It looks like most posts about it are about five years old, but I'm seeing one that was in 2013. Yeah. Oh, that, it no. feels like it should be older than that. But I don't know. Yeah, uh, that was just because the game, super fast Google search. The game was like in two thousand or something, wasn't it? Maybe even ninety nine. But the two thousand thirteen article mm -hmm. says this this theory's been around for a long time, but yeah. that's all I can find. Uh, so maybe it has been since the game came out. There was also the one about like I don't know if it's as much a theory as just kind of a creepy little thing, but uh, you know there was that like other that kids like game cartridge that had like this weird glitch thing with it and it was supposed to be there's something about like uh, someone drowned or something it's like a dead kid's soul trapped in there and everything it's supposed to be creepy i, I always thought yeah, it was that, is, that is creepy <laughs> i thought it was kind of fun but yeah yeah interesting so, theory hunter yeah like it again just i if you're a zelda fan in general I recommend if you don't, if you're not familiar with all the fan theories out there, look them up because there's so many and there's so much fun. What you got for us, Hannah? 
All right, my first one is about a show that me and Josh both really love. It's about hey. Avatar, The Last I, Airbender. Oh, yes. I like it too. I said really love. I okay. Yeah. Um, you're not, you're not a theory, yeah, I know. Mm. No. This is a theory that I've heard pretty recently, and I've been thinking about it a lot, and I think it holds a lot of merit, which is the idea that Ty Lee is a descendant of the Airbenders. Hmm. That means nothing to me. <laughs> so essentially, I can see it. Yeah, essentially, Ty Lee is um, this very lighthearted acrobat um, who is not a bender, but she can uh, strategically punch people to block their chi and essentially take mm-hmm. away their bending temporarily. Um, the reason that the theory holds merit is because the airbenders are gone, right? Hence, Avatar: The Last Airbender. But yeah. they were oh, nomads. Goodness. Yeah. But they were nomads. And so it's possible that like they could have messed around with people in a bunch of different countries over, they could over have, a long time. Seen, yeah. And we were blend, blending in. Yeah. And there's not really a ton of information I could find on like if two people who are benders have a child, you know, what's the likelihood that their child is a bender of one kind or another, right? Um, so definitely you see in Legend of Korra with uh, and Katara, we have an airbender and a waterbender, and they had an airbender child, a waterbender child, and a non-bender. So, mm-hmm. the the uh, genetics of bending is not something that's super clear to us. Yeah, the uh, the brothers in uh, Avatar in Legend of Korra um, were Boland and Mako. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and, and they both. Uh, he was a, he was a firebender because his mom was from the Fire Nation. Yeah. He was an earthbender. His dad was yeah. from was Earth Kingdom you know, mm-hmm. lineage. Yeah, so That's there is a possibility. Though, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see, you know, you think about the Great War and uh, or uh, when Sozin's Common came, came out and mm-hmm. you know, the airbenders were just kind of doing their thing and then here comes the firebenders with all juiced up and they start wiping out, wiping out, you know, temples. You know, the ones that were, you know, flying around were, were like, oh, sh- sh- we mm-hmm. need to kind of lay low for a while and yeah. blend, or, try to blend in. I'm sure there were some in the, air, in the Fire Nation mm-hmm. at that time that decided to just you know, stay put. And for all we know, air, like, bending could skip a generation, right? Your grandmother mm-hmm. could have it, and then your mom doesn't have it, and then you have it, right? Yeah. We don't really know, right? We don't really know how the well, genetics work with all of that. Well, with airbenders, they they all had their their spirituality were, were they all were they were a very spiritual culture. So mm-hmm. all of their all, everyone all the kids that were born were benders by automatically. But again, so apparently, it, if a, if an airbender um, marries a a waterbender, who knows what their kids yeah. could end up being, right? Yeah, so it could have so been there like could be her, hidden genetics in there somewhere. Yeah, so it could have been like her father married uh right. her Who grandfather knows? married an airbender in secret and then mm-hmm. they kept it you know they the child was knows a non-bender or a firebender or whatever right. and it just and got to her where she was mm-hmm. a non-bender but she still well, had that spirituality not... yeah well or that, and, or that, and so that potential yeah and so like obviously she never does any airbending in the show but mm-hmm. she is extremely acrobatic and can jump like way farther than a normal person should be able to jump and things like that and also the ability to block chi shows that she has some sort of like a more of a spiritual understanding of the human body and like Mm -hmm. she has this really interesting perspective on it that not a whole lot of other people have Mm -hmm. right so pairing in that sort of chi flowing um, spirituality with the fact that she can like do these kind of incredible gymnastic feats um, yeah. 
leads one to believe that maybe somehow she got some airbender genes snuck in there. Yeah, yeah. Her whole personality doesn't really match with Azula and uh, no, no, no. Uh, May, May, uh, my. You name. could say she's a little uh, bit of an airhead. Hey, hey. <laughs> jokes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that theory, that theory is plausible. Yeah, yeah. I just think it would be cool. I think because we don't really know much about her. I know that there's like more about yeah, her family yeah. and her backstory thing in like the comics, but those are not really generally looked at a whole lot. Um, so yeah. I think it would be an interesting, interesting way to sort of learn and understand more about her and her uh, abilities. Right. Yeah. Um, Nickelodeon needs to get on the um, <laughs> on the uh, on the tra- on the on the ball with making some animated movies out of the um, the comics. Yeah, that'd be cool. Just give us just give us something to bridge the gaps. <laughs> or do or do those live action? I'd be I'd be set for that. Yeah, or just an easier way to find the comics because I've read a couple, but I can't find most of them. I like don't yeah. know what is out there. I would love yeah. to read them, but I'm like, oh. yeah, they've been pumping out those like Avatar comics to bridge the gap, and also Cora uh, has comics too. Like mm-hmm. after season, after the end of season four, so yeah. I'm like, I, I I'd love to read them, but where are they? <laughs> where are they? Yeah, but that's me. Did you enjoy that, Hunter? Oh, sorry. I'm looking What's at good? other. What, what I'm looking at other. I'm looking at MCU fan theories, and uh-huh. uh, it's just it's entertaining. I kind of zoned out when you went to talk about Avatar: The Last Airbender. I'm like, not not didn't zone out <sighs> enough not to sigh at my airhead joke though. Well, yeah, because yeah. that was just bad. <laughs> Apparently, Peter Maybe Parker it's... was an Iron Man too, as the little kid doing the thing. Anyway, you I'm, didn't yeah, know that. that I didn't. I just saw that right now. Oh my god! You haven't heard that theory? Get with it. No, I'm sorry. It's been around for a for a hot minute now. Apparently, mm-hmm. yeah. Get in the loop. So that, yeah. Yeah. All right, Josh, what do you got? Timeline a little more interesting. Oh, my theory. Uh, it does doesn't uh, it? Wow, that really messes with the timeline. Yeah. Actually, maybe not too bad. I don't know. Anyways, go. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Um, mine is a uh, Pokemon theory, and this one also this one's also been around for a long time. Uh, that Pokemon takes place in a post-war society. Mm, uh, I think I've heard we that. Have a, we have a lot. Yeah, of, yeah, That's a yeah we've had a lot. Yeah, and the creators like uh, haven't really come out and said, you know, yeah, that was the whole thing you got us, or no, they're just making a game where you collect Pokemon and fight and, and fight, make them fight each other. But uh, the history, the the worlds, the the setting, and the and the characters kind of make it make it lean toward that way. Uh, you look at the the all the 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 uh, trainers that you play as they don't have both parents <laughs> uh, i think in gen three you finally have it you finally have a dad that's that's running a gym but um it, yeah yeah they're terrible you just have your mom uh kids are entrusted to go out into the world and do research which implies that oh why are why are we trusting kids to go out and do this research why aren't why aren't adults with with degrees and experience going out and do that because you know there's not a whole lot of them out to, out to do that so uh yeah you send kids out to do, do all these things and tame you know pokemon um so it shows i guess they, that pokemon have been around for a while and they're i guess they they can follow the commands of a kid um and then in the third in the first game the third gym lieutenant surge mentions that electric pokemon saved him during the war and which would make which also brings like oh there was a, a recent war uh that he <clears throat> that he may have fought in and maybe other a lot of other male characters fought in 
so it brings up some some interesting points. Um, you also have all these teams that uh, Team Rocket, Team Aqua and Magma, Team Galactic that are that are you know that have all, all these uh, that are have a lot of members in, 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 uh, involved. They have a very you know rigid structure, very organized. They're very organized. They have and their big thing is getting uh, taking po taking control of Pokemon to use as weapons, which could echo from you know oh some old war some war tactics that they may have been a part of um and let's see and you also have like a you also see like a rise in technology over the span of like of the 20 years that the games have been out uh and every you can see like all the regions kind of coming back together and being more interconnected so i just think it brings up an interesting you know oh, it will be cool to see to see like oh like a complete timeline of like oh yeah there was a big war right before uh, red and blue and you know whatever whatever games take place at the same time yeah 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 that's an interesting one i feel like i don't know when i think of games honestly and maybe this is just big from your and your and i uh yours and my uh suggestions so far but i feel like nintendo has a lot of theories i feel like nintendo <laughs> games have yeah. a lot of good theories yeah um, you have games like those games have been around for a, they have franchises that have been around for a long time, so fans can start seeing like little little like breadcrumbs that they can follow and they're like, oh, ooh, this looks like it could be I feel more like, than what more than what they're saying, you know. I feel like in general, also Nintendo games, and I don't get me wrong, I love Nintendo, but I feel like Nintendo games are kind of geared towards children, yeah. and so I feel like there's kind of a lot that they don't say. Yeah. But they clearly put a lot of like time and effort and passion into their work. So it, it, it yeah. makes sense that there would be sort of more underlying information than is immediately like apparent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, food for thought. Yeah. <laughs> Not drink for thought. Just Or that, you know, you know. Uh, yeah, okay. Like um, a certain drinking game. <laughs> Yeah, ooh, yeah. Uh, anyway, that's what we need these days. We need good drinking games. As long as I can drink tea. Yes, and yeah. I can drink water. And, yeah. And in, in moderation. And Josh can drink alcohol because tea. he's an alcohol. What? What? Me? Nothing. No. Yeah. yeah. Hunter, what's your next theory? Uh, my next theory. I'm sorry. I'm, I am procrastinating. I am uh, kind of procrastinating a little bit. Not procrastinating. What's the word? Stalling. stalling stalling yes i am stalling a little bit because i am trying to <laughs> i'm of... doing the what's the what is it what is what is wait wait yeah what stalling. Is the... So the one that i, I wanted to... you, i was trying stalling. to decide on which one i wanted to right now stall you're, 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 yes you are stalling Hunter. we can just skip not like joseph you, and then maybe i'm not get back i'm not stalling like joseph um no okay so, sorry uh, i because i'm between the well two star wars ones i guess but uh i'll go with the <laughs> maybe more serious and more likely one that uh now i i will look this up actually because i feel like i've heard a couple different things um i so sorry this is regarding uh anakin skywalker's father uh now obviously if you're familiar at all with Star Wars and Episode One and all that, okay. then you should be familiar. You should be aware that uh, Anakin has no father. Like his mother, Shmi, had did not have sex with anybody. Um, well, so she claims. Mm. 
perception mm -hmm. times. Yeah. Uh, and but just had uh, just one day had Anakin. He was pregnant with Anakin. And there is a theory that now I okay. It it probably takes a lot of. Uh, research that I don't want to do right now on the spot, but uh, there was a theory that supposedly uh, Emperor Palpatine, Darth Sidious, manipulated the mini-chlorians to uh, create Anakin inside Shmi's womb. Uh, and you get this you get this line in uh, Revenge of the Sith, I believe it is, when he's talking to, when uh, Palpatine is talking to Anakin, and he says, uh, you know, the dark side is a uh, with many abilities that some that some may consider unnatural, and uh, you know, said some have even uh, been able to create life. I think, or maybe it was manipulate life. Um, mm -hmm. And then, so there's that theory that he was the one to do it. That's not what I remembered hearing or thinking before, because. That, that's what I looked at earlier, like uh, the other day when I was doing research for this. But the theory that I remember before, Hannah, you seem so bored with me. I'm You're just looking at me like, <laughs> oh my God. No, I know. This is how I tell stories. I'm terrible. This is why I shouldn't have a podcast. No, but uh, the one that I thought I had remembered was it was uh, Darth Plagueis, who was uh, Palpatine's teacher, his master. I was thinking that it was Plagueis that had actually uh, manipulated the midichlorians to create Anakin. But, you know, when I think about that, I also don't remember the exact timeline for uh, how old uh, Plagueis was when he died. Because that may have been a couple hundred years or so before uh, before Anakin was born. So if that is the case, then, uh, then that kind of goes right out the, the window and it would be more likely that it would be Palpatine. But, yeah, I just think that's... Uh, that's an interesting one because you know then it kind of has that it, it explains why he would well first of all why he would be so important why Anakin would be so important to uh, Palpatine and why he would tutor him and kind of be training him this whole time uh, a little more discreetly you know more subtly uh, and why he was so powerful just in the first place uh, I also, as a quick bonus, I like the I like the Jar Jar Binks is a is a Sith yeah. Lord theory <laughs> that he actually manipulated uh, yeah. Palpatine or them to the the Senate to granting him emergency power or something. Or they was, were, or they uh, work together. Yeah, it was something like too. that. Like he manipulated them to giving emergency power to. Uh, Palpatine, then like he would be innocent, but still in control of it all. I just, mm -hmm. it's such a crazy theory, and I want it to be true so badly. Yeah, same. <laughs> but I, I don't, I don't think. And actually, if you've seen, uh, you know, Robot Chicken did a, a few Star Wars episodes, and that's like yeah. my favorite part yeah. of that when you see uh, Jar Jar. Okay, like, Palpatine, you yeah, so manipulated me on the, on the phone with Palpatine. It's like, I'm sorry, I manipulated you, Jar Jar. To give me emergency power, and he's like in this fancy house drinking wine yeah. or something. It's like, oh yes, Palpusa manipulated me. <laughs> and he has the hood and everything. Does this evil laugh? It's fantastic. <laughs> it does. After rewatching *Phantom Menace* and just seeing, you know, how 
unnaturally lucky he is. Yeah, I, right. there's some there's some for, there should be some force sensitivity there, or just some instinctive use of the force to yeah, get it's him like, out of all that crap. It's like he, he's it's like he's just putting on an act. Like he actually mm-hmm. very consciously knows what he's doing. He just wants to make it look uh, yeah. like he's just lucky. Yeah, the the uh, what's his species name? The Dundan Dungans? Uh, Gungans. The Gungans. Yeah, they knew something. They knew something was up with him. That's why they kicked him out. Uh, but then quite and then he just he just you know drifted out past Qui Gon's radar, Qui Gon Obi Wan's radar, and just got his way back in, mm-hmm. and got him to work his way up to get some more power. Yeah, he actually. That's why they kicked him out because he they found out about him, and then yeah. somehow they, you know the Jedi. They didn't know what to call it, but they just knew that he was a uh, he was he yeah. was something was up something was up wrong with him. Yeah. Yeah, Hannah's thinking. Hannah thinks we're crazy, and yeah, we're, and we, we are. Know we're talking about. We are probably, but it's great. It's okay. See, I kept that one as short as I could, which was still. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was okay. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Hannah, what's your next? What's your theory? Uh, so this one, I'm going to need your guys' help to fill in some information here because uh-huh. I, it's sort of like a, a blend of two different things, and I know a lot about one and not a lot about the other. Mm-hmm. Um, but the theory is basically that James Bond is a Time Lord. I've heard that one. <laughs> have and you heard I, this one? I, heard, I, I have heard, heard it, and I like it. I can't think if I've heard that one or not, but yeah. it, 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 now you say it out loud, it does kind of work. Because it's this idea that like he, there's been multiple different reincarnations of him, if you will, mm-hmm. um, which yeah. in Time Lords we'd call that regenerations right um that all seem to have the memory of the previous regenerations and um so there, there i think that generally the idea is that james bond is a code name passed from person to person so that's why it's like there's multiples of them but this whole like the, th- the fact that they remember things that have happened to previous ones is the thing that's kind of like that's kind of weird it's in their file yeah, but like if they were to pass like, it on from person to person, you would think that they should know everything to maintain their cover. Everything? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. But I think I think the theory about him being a time lord is really interesting. And it's also funny because the name James Bond, like obviously to us now it has a lot of significance, but the doctor, when he's sort of undercover, he goes by John Smith. And so it's like James Bond, John Smith. Like I can Pretty see how these names. would both be just yeah, but they're just kind of both sort of very generic, boring names for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, no, Bond. Yeah, James Bond. Bond speaks a lot boring. more volumes than James. John well, it Smith. does now, but that's because we know who James Bond is. Yeah. But if it was like a cover and no one had ever heard of James Bond, you'd be like, yeah, all right, whatever. Yeah. Right. So, so like, the, what's what's the what's the name mm-hmm. of the agency he works for? M- uh, MI6? M- yeah, MI6, yeah. yeah. MI6, yeah. He, so him working with MI6, them, they would be like, they would know that he's, you know, a time lord, and they would, mm-hmm. they were just, they just kind of yeah. float about like that nothing's, nothing's, nothing's changed mm-hmm. whenever it's a new, yeah, and it's not the first time. He has, a, he has a different face. Yeah. But and knows, and knows what it looks like. Then the doctors worked with government agencies before. Um, so True. it's like. And he's based in England. Yep, based in England. The yep. uh, James Bond and Doctor Who came out like within a year of each other. Whoa. Uh, they did. Um, so I, don't know, I just think it's an interesting one. The other one uh, that's kind of tied in is that the theory that Mary Poppins is a Time Lord. Hmm. I think I've heard that one too. The biggest I... piece of evidence being that her bag is clearly bigger on the inside. 
Mm, yeah and actually i like that uh and maybe i'm just rem- misremembering what mary poppins looks like but now i'm comparing her to uh uh missy mm-hmm. yeah uh, there's a lot of visual looks, similarities looks yeah. Mm. yeah i've heard some different ones i've heard some <laughs> different ones about mary poppins yeah so i don't know i don't really think they're real but i think that they're really interesting and i think they'd be cool if they were real but they'll, they'll never oh, yeah, be yeah. like confirmed yeah. yeah. No, no. Someone will have to just make a like a I don't know, like something animated or something. Yeah. Some yeah, kind of but... some, some kind of media to show me to flesh that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some kind of something. But it's fun to think. I about. like. I like. I do like it though. <laughs> what you got, Josh? I have one that I kind of was like after watching the two shows and seeing similarities with with him. I, I was like, huh, maybe they could be connected. Maybe if you. If you push a little bit, um, are you guys uh, aware of? Well, you guys know the show My Hero Academia, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've heard of it. <laughs> I've okay. never seen it. Well, spoilers if you haven't seen it. But the lead character uh, Dodoria is a non-powered kid in a world full of power people. Um, he wants to be a super uh, a hero, but he doesn't have a quirk, which is a which is a, an ability, even though like eight percent of the population does. Uh, and he idolizes this hero who is, you know, like, you know, super strong and fast, and he is the epitome of her- heroism. Uh, but he is, um, after he interacts with his hero, and the hero sees some potential in him, so he t- reveals a secret that he is a, um, he, 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 he was quirkless also as a kid, so he passes down his, and he, his quirk was given to him by someone that passed it down to him. Uh, all for all, uh, one for all is what the work is called. So it takes, uh, I guess it's like an uh, amplified, the strength is amplified over over generations of people that use it. And so he, he gives him, um, you know, his power and Dodoria becomes a hero with by using that power. And it's basically like super, just, you know, super strength, speed and, you know, put, you know punching things really hard. Uh, and after watching, but I, I, and are, are you guys aware of the show One, One Punch Man? Um, yes, more I so, seen it. More so than yeah. My Hero. Less uh, yeah. so than My Hero. Yeah, so you guys know the story. Somehow Satamo is training for to be a hero and he wants to get in shape and somehow he, he does his routine and then some one day he wakes up with super, he with, I can't, I can't, I don't, he can't call it superhuman. It's like godlike yeah. strength, <laughs> speed, and you know, mm-hmm. he, he can he just destroy want, anything he can, with one punch. With one punch, yeah, yeah. Uh, hence the sure. name of the show. Yeah. Uh, so my theory is that they are connected. Um, my hero takes place. One Punch Man takes place decades, scores, years away from my hero, and aware because just just looking at how similar the abilities are, where you know. You know, uh, like Dodoria will use, um, you know, his big punch, his big punches, or All Might will use his big punches to clear away, you know, to punch a monster into orbit or clear away, um, you know, some kind of an explosion or something like that. And then seeing, you know, One Punch Man, how you just punch things and they are obliterated or the sky is clear after it rains. Um, and seeing that could be, you know, oh, what if the quirk was passed down after so many decades? Uh, over the years, and it, it, somehow he gets the quirk. Uh, but the only thing is that he has to, the quirk can pa- has to be passed down by someone ingesting, like, the DNA of the other person, uh, of, the pers- of the person who had the all for one, one for, sorry, one for all. 
So, so maybe someone unwill, un, uh, like secretly gave him the uh, their DNA, so he could and he ingested it, and that's how he got the power. And since he's been in the the last, he's the latest in the long line of people with all for one for all. He that's why he's so OP. Am I crazy? I like Does it. that sound crazy? Yeah. No, I like it. I, I mean, I don't yeah. know enough about One Punch Man to be like. <laughs> well, actually, um, yeah. So I'm not going to, but I guess I would like to see like where, like what, what time they're kind of set in. Um, mm-hmm. But, but like I'm, I buy it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know enough about my hero or One Punch Man really, but <laughs> yeah. I know. I thought it was an interesting. Yeah, I thought, was, I thought it was an interesting theory and didn't see anything about it. And I was just like, oh, that, that, it, it kind of works, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, you know, they're, they have, they, both series have like a big hero business. And yeah, I was going to ask. rankings and it's very, it's very, like, heroes are very common, commonplace. Okay, thing. that was going to be my question. It's like, heroes are still a common thing in, in One Punch Man? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, not as much, but, yeah. they, but they usually have like people that they usually reserve like, here they have, have like ranked heroes and they're like op so i'm thinking maybe that's just the evolution of things like heroes became very pop powerful uh but the one and ones that and i guess the most people most there's not as many people that are that have quirks and all uh but and you see so many like sprawling cities and they're always getting destroyed but they just keep building back right back up so it could be just a very distant future hmm. i like it cool. <laughs> yeah um I also, I really like the, uh, so just about like connected universes, I really like the Stephen King connected universe theory, uh, if you're not mm. familiar with that. Actually, I think it's not even a theory that the Stephen King universe is connected. Uh, that's just kind of established, but uh, mm-hmm. the part of it that I like is that uh, it, the, the entity known as it, is like basically the supernatural villain in every every uh stephen king novel because instead of like resting during like the 28 years or so that uh that he's supposed to be like asleep in dairy uh supposedly he's actually going off and doing other things you know like he's turning into a dog to a crazy dog to scare people or doing whatever it's just a fun little one so yeah, I like the just the whole idea that the Stephen King universe is connected through it. And well, yeah, there have you guys also heard the theories that like it and Stranger Things happen in the same universe? No, I don't think I have. I don't think I've heard it as a theory. I've heard a little bit about it. I'm not entirely sure what the connection is, but I I think there's a connection. I don't know. I, mean, I only have heard it very briefly. Stranger Things is very heavily influenced by Stephen King mm-hmm. um yeah I mean it's you know it's like needful things like, yeah. is kind of yeah title Go- well a lot of a lot of other 80s you know uh movies and shows like you know the Goonies and um it's you know it, you see, it, it yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah I can see that you know maybe that's maybe that you know the upside down is like you know it's kind of home world or uh where it can kind of grow kind of grew back into power and was has been waiting to be released um it could also very well be uh just one of the 
I, I don't know much about it. My mom's read all these, so she's told me about it, but uh, it could be one of the things in uh, the Dark Tower, you know, one of the worlds or yeah. something connected by that. Mm. Well, and yeah. uh, this this says that um, uh, Bob from Stranger Things talks about his nightmare with a clown who offered him a balloon. He talks about a nightmare, mm-hmm. and like that's kind of like his childhood mm. trauma. Um, so and apparently he also uh it's he suggests that his uh his parents live in Maine, which apparently is where it is yeah, set. They're in Maine. So there's some some I mean, like it, connections there. It could yeah. be there that's where it gets well kind of fun. To me kind of tricky because it depends on if you want to make a distinction between uh an Easter egg and an actual connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I yeah. think a lot of times they're Easter eggs and people say, well, this showed up in that, mm-hmm. so that shows a mm-hmm. connection. And, sure, yeah, and right, then the right. interview says like they talked about like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if they if they refer- referenced Maine and like yeah. Stephen King was in Maine. Um, so, but it, it's just it's an interesting theory, which is what we're talking about. So. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any honorable mentions, Davies? I do. Um, let's JD. see. Uh, I'm just gonna call you JD. How did I not do that before? I don't know. I don't know. Because we because we always did uh, AJ or OJ. That's why. I don't think I've ever gotten OJ. Yeah, other Josh. I don't even think yeah. I don't even think Glover's gotten. Oh, other Josh. Yeah. Yeah. But that I think that I think that got shot down pretty quick. <laughs> mm, um, yeah, there's a couple of one from like animated shows um, that all, one that all the Simpsons are geniuses. Uh, but Lisa's the only one that uses her her brains for to be productive. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I'd be interested to see it, the basis for that theory because Homer's pretty darn by, stupid. By, yeah, evidence by Marge having shown like she was a, kind of a, a very smart uh, uh, child growing up. Yeah. Then she smart smart person growing up, and then she abandoned it to become a homemaker. Uh, Homer actually had a crayon lodged in his brain. And it was taken out. And he was shut. He was very, very intelligent after that. Then he decided to keep put the crayon back in his brain because he liked being happy over being smart. Okay. And Bart and Bart actively shows his genius by causing mayhem and pranks and following his dad, following in his dad's footsteps, choosing happiness over you know the stress of being that comes with being smart. I guess I could see that. That one's a little far fetched for me. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you see the well. What about the baby? You know, Maggie. Yeah, Maggie. Yeah, you know she's she's like an evil genius in the making. She's kind of evil, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So super but, intelligent. So, um, oh, sorry. Oh, I, had, that? I, had some, I had some more. Okay. Uh, Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo um, leads the Mystery Gang into uh, frightening scenarios because he is a entity that feeds on fear. Yeah, he's it. He's it, basically. Another yeah, incarnation yeah, yeah, of it. Exactly. <laughs> yep. He takes them around so they can be scared out of their wits. Uh, and also, there's also one that Fred and Shaggy are fleeing the traps, and they Fred took his wife Daphne and Velma, who's an activist, and they just go around solving mysteries. Yeah. Uh, sorry. One, two more. Two more. I promise. Um. Let's see. Joker was an Iraqi war veteran who came back and you know decided to you know wreak havoc on the city. 
um, and he used his old tactics to to do that. I also think I've heard there was a theory that Joker is actually just a, a lot of different people. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You that's, know, because, that's, the, that's the fun about it. Yeah, because you know he can. The, just, sorry. It's just the makeup and everything, really, and kind of the attitude, yeah. just the craziness. But the one, sorry, the one, dark, the Dark Knight was a uh, Afghani Iraq war, war veteran. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Uh, Breaking Bad is in the same universe as The Walking Dead. Um, I know they pointed out lots of similarities and a lot of a lot, a lot of similar themes in, in some in the show, and they made some references that maybe like Daryl has come in contact with Jesse and you can see there's blue, that blue sky meth is around. Um, there's a character named Glenn who stole a red, who was, who was, you know, moving a red car out of the way for Walter White. Okay. Yeah. I've not heard that one. I don't think it yeah. seems kind of far-fetched again. <laughs> maybe that's why these are honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Let's see. I think my final one is that now Hannah's bored. Spon okay, here you go, Hannah. SpongeBob is nice to Squidward because he knows that he's Squidward's only friend. Oh, that's I mean, cute. That just seems yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sweet. And that's why Squidward's always sad and depressed whenever something happens to SpongeBob <laughs> and he's gone. Ah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any honorable mentions. There, there, you already did an honorable mention. Uh, yeah, it was the Stephen King one, right? Or was that mine? That was kind of building off of yours, uh, yeah. Whatever. Uh, anyways, we love, I love at least, fan theories. You Me guys too. might. Hannah, it seems like you have a harder time with these, so maybe you don't as much. I just yeah. Josh don't know definitely loves fan theories, it seems. Yeah. There are also yeah. a lot of Rick and Morty ones that are fun that we just didn't get to. But we'll have to do a whole episode about those. We'll, we'll just have to do a whole Rick and Morty episode. Um, yeah. Hannah, you can sit out for that one. Okay. I give you permission. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so let us know. You know, Talk to us on social media or wherever. Uh, don't come over to us personally unless, nope. you're, uh, unless you're able to like talk through a window or something. Even mm -hmm. then, it might be kind of creepy. But uh, yeah. Or, or has at least have suit. some documentation of where you've been for the last yeah. two weeks. Uh, but remember, right. at least six feet. Right. Or I will spray you with Lysol. Yes. But remember, do not uh, consume bleach or any disinfectant because that nope. will kill you. Yeah. Yes, it will. Uh, it, don't listen to people who don't know what they're talking about. And speaking of yeah. all this, next week, we're going to talk about apocalypse media. Apocalypse. Yeah. Ooh. Apocalypse <laughs> now? Uh, whatever um, movies oh. books tv shows games we're gonna talk about it uh and possibly uh figure out which one is coming all of them uh, we're all talking about the end of the world as we know it yeah a little bit yes. okay cool. all right so thanks guys remember uh check us out talk to us somewhere and we'll see you next time thank you for listening farewell later nerds nerd out